Hello, hello, friends, and welcome to the Everyday Adventure Log of Meg Shinagawa, a podcast for young professionals in their 20s to discuss purpose and productivity. I'm your host, Meg Shinagawa, and today we'll be talking about daring to start something new. Let's get started. So hello and welcome to the second episode of the podcast. I would say this is the first kind of official episode of the pod since the first episode. Even though it was definitely a real episode, it was more like an introduction to the podcast rather than like a like a normal episode, normal with air quotes. So yeah, this is the first one where I'm recording based around a topic I just know that there's going to be bumps in the road of me trying to produce this podcast because, you know, this is the first time I'm doing this and it's, it's a new process for me, even though there are elements that are similar to producing a video, it's very different in terms of like the editing style and stuff like that. So I just ask that you extend grace, you look at it with, you know, forgiving eyes because I'm still trying to figure it out. It's not going to be perfect, but that's not the point of this podcast as I talked about in the first episode. And so, yeah, let's just get rolling. And this is actually a perfect segue into what we're talking about today, which is starting something new, daring to start something new. I thought this would be an appropriate topic for the first topical episode of this podcast because you know, I'm starting something new with this podcast and I don't know what I'm doing yet, but I'm still doing it. And I think there's a lot of, you know, resistance when it comes to trying to do something new. I think a lot of people have a lot of things that they want to do in life, but they hold themselves back because of fear or just not knowing how to do it. Uh, There's a plethora of reasons why you would hold yourself back. But I just wanted to kind of talk about the the ones that I dealt with, the the things that were holding me back personally. Um, I call them common traps, and I want to share how I was able to overcome them, how I am overcoming them. And then towards the end, I want to talk a little bit about the origin story of this podcast, just because I think it'll be interesting for you to hear me talk about the actual process of starting something new and how I went through it in the context of what we talk about in the beginning, which is, you know, how I dealt with the fears that I had. But before we get into the contents of this week's episode, I do want to do some housekeeping. If you haven't already, please subscribe or follow this podcast because there's going to be new episodes weekly and I would hate for you to miss it because it didn't show up on your feed or you didn't come across it again. And so if you are listening to this and you have not followed or subscribed to the podcast, it depends on what platform you're listening to this podcast on. I think it's follow on Spotify and subscribe on Apple podcast, if I remember correctly, but you know, do the action where you're following this podcast so that you can get updates and hear the newest episodes when it drops. Secondly, if you have not followed our Instagram at Everyday Adventure Log, no spaces in all lowercase, please do so right now. 
I will be sourcing questions, uh, collecting feedback and stuff like that through Instagram. And so if you haven't already, I would love for you to connect with me there. And I know that right off the bat, I'm already asking so much of you, but I, I just want you to know that by you doing these small things for me, it helps me out immensely because, you know, the fact that you follow this podcast or subscribe to this podcast shows the algorithm that this is a podcast that people want to listen to. And so it helps me get in front of more people, which is critical in terms of growing this podcast and this community. And with the Instagram thing, it helps me out personally because I am able to connect with you better and, you know, like really have more interactive conversations so that I can make this podcast a place where we can have conversations rather than just me talking to a microphone about something that I'm only I'm interested in, you know, like I want this to be a collaborative, more involved medium. So yeah, I would really appreciate it if you could do those things for me. That's all for the housekeeping. Let's get back into the topic at hand. So before I talk about, you know, my story and like the common traps and stuff like that, I actually want to talk a little bit about why starting something new is important because I think without that clear vision of like, okay, why are we doing this in the first place? I think it's hard to really understand the importance and the relevance of what I'm talking about. So I want to start there and I think we all know inherently that starting something new is an inevitable part of life just because, you know, there is no continuing something or ending something without a start. Like everything has a start. Everything begins somewhere. That's just a natural part of life. So I think we all understand how important it is to be able to start something new because it's inevitable. But I think we often overlook the emotional payoff that starting new, starting something new has on our lives and kind of like the unquantifiable, unmeasurable impact it can have in our lives. Because I think everybody can relate to this where you have a project or you have something that you really want to achieve, something that you want to do in life, but you're just afraid or, you know, you don't really know how to get started. And so you end up just postponing doing the thing that you actually want to do. Because oftentimes I think we just get so caught up in the hamster wheel of life and productivity that we kind of lose sight of what's important to us and we lose sight of like what we actually want to be doing. So I think it's really important for us to be intentional about looking at our life and being like, okay, what do I want to do right now? What What is it that I really want right now? And I think that's really important when it comes to starting something new because Maybe if you sit down and think about the thing that you actually want to start, maybe it's actually not that important, you know, like maybe, maybe you thought it was something that you wanted, but when you sat down and thought about it, didn't really matter. Or on the contrary, maybe you sat down to think about it and you were like, oh my gosh, why haven't I done this yet? Like I should have started yesterday kind of thing, you know? And so I think it's really important when we're starting something new to really gauge why we're starting something and why it's important to us. And this is going to be a common theme in this podcast of me asking why and really, you know, talking through like the intentionality of different things, just because I think 
intention and purpose often get lost in the buzz of the world. We're always so busy just doing the things that we're supposed to be doing, doing the things that we have to do that we kind of lose sight of what's important to us. And so this instance is no exception. I really think that when we're starting something new, we have to take the time to really think about why we're doing it and why it's important to us. All right, so now that we're on the same page about why starting something new is really important and, you know, how important it is to define why you're doing it in the first place, I want to talk a little bit about the actual process of starting something new, right? And talking about some of the common pitfalls, common traps that people fall into when they're trying to start something new and talk about how to overcome them or at least how I overcame them. Because I think a lot of times when we're overwhelmed with starting something new, we just don't know what it is that's making us stuck. And I'm hoping that by sharing some of the common pitfalls and sharing how I overcame them, you will be able to identify some of the things that's, you know, holding you back and be able to deal with them in a positive way. So the first common pitfall that I want to talk about is is this idea of not knowing how to start. I think when we're starting something new, the whole point is that we're new to it, you know, like we don't know what we're doing yet. And so it can be daunting to try to approach this task, this project, because we just don't know how to go about it. And so we end up just pushing it and pushing it off until we just forget about it or just never do it. And I think the solution to this problem is to break it down into smaller, more concrete milestones and tasks because this this happens to me a lot where I'm trying to do something new or not even new I'm trying to do something that I'm unfamiliar with and I end up just pushing it off because I don't know how to go about it and I found that what helped me a lot was to be like okay so this is the project that I want to achieve in order for me to achieve this project, what do I need to get done? And then like breaking down each of like the subtasks into even smaller subtasks. So for example, if I were to write a paper, I would be like, okay, so I need to write a 10 page paper. What needs to be done in order for me to get this done? First, I need to research the topic, right? And then I have to actually draft it maybe have it read by someone and then rework it in terms of like editing it and then completing the final draft. This is like an oversimplification of how to write a paper, but you get the idea. And now that we have each of the phases figured out, okay, so in order for me to be effective at researching this topic, what do I need to do? Maybe it's looking for five sources every day or reading up on the topic for 20 minutes every day or something like that you know like I I'm just pulling this out of my head so like it's not a real like if you're trying to write a 10 page paper do not follow this because I don't know what I'm talking about but that's just like an example of how I would break something like that down and so as you can tell from me just breaking it down it 
it's much easier for you to be like, okay, I can do 20 minutes of reading today rather than I need to write this 10-page paper right now today. Like, it, it's so much more approachable, so much more concrete and measurable. And so I think when you're starting something new, try to break down your end goal and your end result into more digestible chunks. Definitely easier said than done, but I recommend just getting out a piece of paper, jotting what you have in mind, and then breaking it down into different parts and just breaking it down until you get to a point where you're like, okay, I can manage that. The second common pitfall that I want to talk about is feeling like you're not good enough yet. And this is something I definitely struggled with a lot because I was like, oh, once I get this equipment, I'll be ready. Or once I level up my skill to be like this other person, then I'll be ready to actually implement this project. Or, you know, like these excuses where you're like, there's more work to be done. And so I can't, I can't go forward with it yet. And the hard truth to that is that there is never a perfect time to start. There's just no such thing. And you will always have something to work on. And that's kind of like the beauty of life and the nature of life that, you know, everything is kind of incomplete all the time. Like there's always more work to be done. There's always more improvements to be made, whether that be on a personal level, professional level, whatever, you know, there's always work to be done. And so waiting for the perfect moment, waiting until you're quote-unquote ready for doing the thing, that moment's just never going to come. And so the solution to this common pitfall is to just start now and ditch perfectionism because there's just no such thing as a perfect moment and there's always going to be something that you need to work on. And I think it's encouraging to hear that like everybody started at ground zero and it's important to remind yourself that like everybody is figuring it out as they go you know like nobody knew exactly where they were going to end up life just doesn't work like that so everybody's on a journey everybody's on an adventure and you know it's part of the adventure to figure it out as you go and roll with the punches. So I just recommend that you start now and just in this case, quantity is so much better than quality. And in order to prove that, there is actually a study that I want to refer to done by the University of Florida. Uh, if you read Atomic Habits, you will be familiar with this story, but a professor at the University of Florida ran an experiment on his film photography class and basically divided his class into two groups. The first group was graded on how many pictures they submitted, no matter how good or bad those pictures were. And the second group was graded on how good their best submission was. And at the end of the semester, what was interesting about these two groups is that all of the best photos actually came from the quantity group and not the quality group. So the people who were just taking pictures, going through the motion of taking these pictures, editing them, and submitting them, they 
did so much better in terms of creating things that stood out compared to the people who were just stressing over this one perfect shot. And I think this is a great study to illustrate how even though we often want the best quality things, in order to achieve quality, we need quantity. We need to get better at it by doing. And so I want you to keep that in mind as you're trying to start something new because the more that you do it, the better you're going to get. And you're kind of just going to learn on the job. You know, you're just going to get better with time. So as long as you keep doing what you're doing. And so don't let the fear of not being good enough and the fear of like not being perfect stop you from pursuing what you actually want in life. The third common pitfall I want to talk about is the fear of people, the fear of judgment. And this fear had me in its grips for the longest time because I was so scared of being judged by others. When I first started thinking about starting a YouTube channel, that was the biggest thing that held me back was the fear of judgment from other people. Because I was like, oh, what if they think I'm stupid? What if, you know, they make fun of me? Like all of these social things. And the solution to that is reminding yourself that no one actually cares that much. And it took me a while to really internalize this and actually like believe it. But it's true. Like you think that people care about you a lot more than they actually do. And this is not talking about friends because friends do actually care about you and they should care about you. But I'm talking about the people in your life, like acquaintances, people in your outer circle that like know you, but don't know, know you, if that makes sense. Like those people don't really care that much about you. Like they have other stuff to worry about in their life. And so it's really stupid to prevent yourself from doing something that you really want or pursuing something that you actually want in life and not starting something just because you're afraid of these random people judging you because they actually don't care that much. And even if they did judge you, do you actually care? Probably not. And I know it's a lot easier said than done because, you know, there's a lot of like emotions and like personal experience that's often mixed into these feelings of like not wanting to be judged. So, you know, I'm, I'm not saying that those feelings aren't valid. They are. And it's okay to feel that way. But I don't think it's worth it to have those things stop you from doing the things that you actually want to do in life and so don't let this one hold you back because it held me back for a long time and I am much happier now on the other side having overcome it. So now that I've talked about like the three things, the three major things that I think a lot of people and myself fall into when they're starting something new I actually want to switch gears a little bit and talk about the origin story of this podcast because I think it's a little bit of an interesting story. And again, I think it's a great way for you to be able to see the advice I gave in action. We'll start from the very beginning, I guess. So I think I mentioned this in the first episode, but this podcast has been in the works for 
a long time, like at least a year. So I've wanted to do a podcast for a while, but it wasn't until like a year ago that I actually started taking the steps to make it a reality. And yeah, like I started work really working on the podcast around May 2023 and then I was working on it by myself just writing scripts and coming up with concepts really brainstorming and figuring out what I wanted to talk about in these episodes and then I had the idea to pitch it to my supervisor uh, at my university studio in June of 2023 I believe and so I pitched it to her she really liked it and we decided to go forward with the project as a university as like a collaboration between me and the university and so that started around June and then I started developing the ideas working on the project and scripting I also recorded like my first two episodes in the studio in before the end of August and, you know, I was doing schoolwork and juggling, doing work, schoolwork, YouTube, and also this. So it was quite a lot on my plate, but I was working on it because it was something that I was really passionate about. But I ended up having to abort the project in November because I left university. And I think I'll make an episode about that as well because it was quite the experience having to quit university because of the country that I went to university in going to war. That's a little bit of a crazy story, but yeah, I ended up having to leave everything behind, all of the work that I worked on because, you know, it was considered like the universities and so I had to restart from scratch and I restarted working on this concept of the everyday adventure log around January of 2024 and now we're launching in February so the last part was quite a bit of like a sprint but yeah this podcast has been in the works for a while now and as you can tell from this origin story like it there were so many roadblocks, there were so many things that happened along the way that made it really difficult to actually launch the podcast, but I'm so happy that I'm at a place now where, you know, I am able to launch it, and as I was working on this concept, there was definitely, you know, an element of fear, an element of not really knowing what I'm doing, but and I, I still don't really know what I'm doing, I guess, because I'm still <laughs> learning the ropes uh, when it comes to podcasting. But I didn't want to let that stop me from actually launching this podcast because I, I really think that this is an important project for me. And yeah, I'm really excited to actually be recording and editing and actually, you know, sharing the content with you guys finally. So yeah it's it's surreal and wild but I'm very very happy about where we are right now and I guess now now that I've actually talked about the origin story I didn't really touch on the struggles of the particular things that I talked about in the first half but I think it's still an interesting story so I'm gonna leave it in but just know that 
you know, the pitfalls that I talked about, those were things that I personally did struggle with uh, when it came to launching my YouTube channel and also this podcast. I didn't go into too much detail about it, but yeah, it's definitely something I struggled with. And now that I'm on the other side, I can confirm that it is so much better on the other side. Like it's, it's so, it just feels so much better to be doing the thing that I wanted to do despite the fact that I was afraid of the things that, you know, I talked about earlier. And so I would love to encourage you to do the same. The adventure challenge for this week is for you to actually break down what you what it is you want to do and take the first step to making it happen. And the first step could literally just be writing out a game plan. You know, it doesn't have to be anything crazy big. But I want to encourage you to take the first step in starting something that you've always wanted to do or you've been putting off just because you're afraid or you didn't know how to start. I really want to encourage you to pick it back up again and take the first step. And if you do take on this adventure challenge, I would love for you to share what you did on Instagram with me at Everyday Adventure Log no spaces and all lowercase so I can repost it and interact with it. And that's it for this week's episode of the Everyday Adventure Log. Thank you so much for listening. If you are feeling generous, I would love it if you could leave a review and a rating. It helps me out so much. Thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you next week. Bye! (laughs) 